Okay, we are holding in the Gemara on the Aftes Omerbez, about five lines down from the top, Va'afrish Lakish Savar. Zak the Gemara, Va'afrish Lakish Savar, Matar Bishil Yachit. Rish Lakish also holds that HaKadosh Baruch Hu will send rain even if one individual needs the rain. How do I know? Dama Rish Lakish. Minayin the Matar Bishil Yachit. How does Rish Lakish know that HaKadosh Baruch Hu will send rain afilu for a Yachid? The Pasuk says, Shalom Hashem Matar Be'es Malkosh. Hashem Ha'itzich Hazizim Umatar Geshem Yitin Lahem Le'ish Eitzif Basada. So Yachol Lechol, you may think that HaKadosh Baruch Hu will only send rain if everyone needs it. Talmud Lomar, so comes the Pasuk and says, Le'ish, even if one individual needs rain, HaKadosh Baruch Hu will send that individual rain. Vitanya, Ile'ish, if the Pasuk would have said, only would have said to an ish, to a person, So I would have thought, a person could have thought, that that's only true if a person, let's say, has 10 fields. So only if all 10 of his fields needed rain, that's when HaKadosh Baruch would send rain. Talmud Nomar comes to Pasuk to say, that even if he has many fields, even if only one of his fields needs rain, HaKadosh Baruch will send matah. Isada had the pasuk only said sada yachalachol hasada, so a person could have thought that the Hashem would only send rain to this yachid if one of his fields needed rain, but only if that entire field needed rain. That's when Hakadosh Baruch Hu would have sent the rain. Talmud Leimar Esav comes the pasuk to say no Esav, even if only a part, a small chelak. Of this one individual's, one of his fields needed rain, HaKadosh Baruch Hu will send rain for that Yachid. Kihad Rav Daniel Barkatina, just like the Misa of Rav Daniel Barkatina, that Havalei Hahu Genisa, he had one of his fields, one of his gardens, and Koyoma Hava Azovisayr Lane, every day he would go out to his garden and he would inspect his garden in Omar and he would say, He'd go through the rows, the different parts of his field. And he would say, this area needs rain, this area doesn't need rain. And punked in every area that he said needed rain, that's when HaKadosh Baruch Hu sent rain. So you see from Rav Daniel Barkatina, this Yisod of Reish Lakish, that a filu for a yachid that needs rain, and not even for all of his fields, but even one of his fields, and even if that one field not only... Oh, 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 not the whole field needs rain, but even a small chelak, HaKadosh Baruch Hu will still send rain. You see the tremendous hashkacha pratis, I'll call tipa v'tipa, shehorada talanu, that HaKadosh Baruch Hu sends us. Okay. So we said in the Pasuk that Hashem is osech hazizim. So frak the Gemara, my Hashem osech hazizim, what does it mean, Hashem is osech hazizim, why is it belash in Rabbim? Chazizim. So Amr Rabbi Yisi Bar Chanina Melamid Shikol Tzadik V'Tzadik Hakadosh Baruch Hu Osa Lo Chazis B'Fnei Atzmai. So we see it's in Lashon Rabim Chazizim clouds in plural Lashon Rabim that Hakadosh Baruch Hu will send a rain cloud for each indiv- individual tzadik. That's what we see that 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 Matar B'Shol Yachid does mean that Hakadosh Baruch Hu will send the Chazis B'Fnei Atzmai to every tzadik. Says the Gemara, my. My chazizim. So now, first we address why it's in Lashon Rabin, but what's the pshat that it's chazizim? What are chazizim? So Amr Yehuda Parchos. 
Chazizim are these clouds that, that are rain clouds, essentially. Om Rabbi Yechanan, simin lamatar parchos. A simin that rain is going to come, that, that there's, a, there's about to be a rainfall, is when you see these parchos, these clouds that are flying, so these rain clouds, that's a simin lamatar. My parchos, what does it mean that they're poreach, that they're flying? So Om Rav Papa, eva kalishta tusi eva smechta. You have thick clouds that are under these thin clouds, and that's a simon that rain is going to follow. Okay. Zak the Gemara Vaiter, Amr of Yehuda. mitra, asi mitra. If you have a small rain, a light rain that precedes, that comes before a normal rain, so that's a simon that asi mitra, that there'll be a, a heavy rainfall to follow. But if you have the opposite, but if you have basar mitra, if you, first you have a heavy rain and then a smaller, not as strong rain after, that's a sign that Pasuk Mitra, that the rain is going to stop. So says the Gemara, how do I know? Mikame Mitra Asi Mitra. If you have a small rain that precedes a heavier rain, how do I know that that means that a heavier rain is going to follow? Visimanach, what's the example? What's the simon we can use? Meholta, a sieve, right? A straightener. So first comes the small amount out of it, and what's left is the bigger rain, is the bigger, the bigger flower or whatever is going through it. So first you see the smaller things that seep through, which is connected the small rain, and then you have the thicker, which is connected the asi mitra libasof. Debasar mitra pasik mitra. Visimanach, what's the simin for first you have a heavy rain and then a small rain that it's coming towards the end? Chariyad easy. When a goat goes to the bathroom, so first it starts out very thick and heavy, and then towards the end it becomes, it becomes th- uh, smaller and thinner. So that's the simon that it goes from uh, thick and a lot to small and thinner, and then pasuk mitra, that's the simon. Zak the Gemara Viter. Ula ikla le Bavel. Ula once went to visit Bavel. In Chaza Parchos. He saw these parchos, these clouds that we just said in the Gemara, is a simon lamatar. It was a sign that it was going to rain. So, Amr lahu, pnu ma'ani dahashtasi mitra. So he said, everyone taking your things, taking all your items, because it's about to rain, I see these parchos. Lesof lo mitra. At the end of the day, it never ended up raining. The rain didn't come. So, Amr Uma said, just like these Babylonians lie, these people in Bavel lie, so too these parchos, these clouds lie. In that they had parchos, which is typically a simin lamata, a sign that it's going to rain, and it never ended up raining. So the Marsha just is bothered. What does it mean that these Babylonians, that Ula said that these Babylonians lie? So we saw earlier on Davches that one of the reasons that rain, that HaKadosh Baruch Hu can, can prevent rain from falling, is if a person pledges to give tzedakah berabim ve'eno nosin, and he never ends up giving it. So says the Marshal, that's pshat in this Gemara. What does it mean that the Babylonians are liars? It means there must be people, says Ula, they must be people who pledged to give tzedakah berabim and didn't give, and that's how you can have these parchos that are bederek klala simen lematar, and ultimately not have rain. That's the Gemara's first Misa with Ula visiting Bava.
The Gemara brings another Maisa. Ula Iklala Bavel. Ula visited Bavel. And Chazam Malot Sana de Tamri Bezuza. He saw in the marketplace that you were able to buy an entire barrel, an entire bowl of tamarim, of dates, for the very cheap price of a zuz. Amar, so said Ula, How can it be that you can buy a whole jar of dates for such a cheap amount, for only one zuz, and yet the bavlaim are still not being Isaac and Taira? So what does that mean? What's the shaykhus? Who cares that just because you can get a jar of dates for cheap, what shaykhus does that have that, that since that's the case, the people in bubble should be learning? So says Rashi, Dibramaschu bavloi lo oski. Kilemar, yecholin hein la'asok tamit, sheish lehen mezonos bezol ubelo toreach. Says Rashi, since a person in Bavel was able to sustain themselves, was able to buy food, the price of food was so cheap, you can sustain yourself with this jar of dates for only one zuz. So they didn't have to go out and make a living. They didn't have to spend so much time earning money, making a parnasa, because food was so cheap. So therefore, since food was so cheap and they didn't have to work, what else would they be doing if not learning Torah? So Ula was so bothered, he got to Bavel, and he saw that food was so cheap, and he said, if food is so cheap, how come these bavloim are not being Isaac in Tyra? Balayla, that night, Tsa'arua. Ula, who ate those dates, had tremendous stomach pain. Amar, he said, What happened was, Ula then ate these dates that were very cheap, for only a zuz. And then he had his taina. If the chavra can buy, if the ilam can buy food for so cheap, how are they not being Isaac and Taira? But then he ate them and he, he had stomach aches. So he said, ah, now I understand. And he flipped it. He said, if people have this to eat and it does such damage to your stomach, such pain and such tsar, how great is it how much the bavlom are able to learn a when this causes so much distress and so much pain to them. So it's a beautiful lesson in being done with Havschos and the perspective that we should have. Originally, Ula came from the perspective of seeing the, the, the Bavloim, and he said they're not being Isaac in Torah enough given their circumstances. But after he went and, and was in their shoes and saw the real Metzias, he realized how incredible it was for what their given Metzias was. That's one Nikuda. I want to just bring out, and this will be the discussion for today, I want to bring out this Yisod, that Ula in the Hava Amina. Because the Hava Amina of Ula was correct. The Metzias just didn't fit with the Hava Amina. But what was Ula's Hava Amina? Ula's Taina was, if food is so cheap here, and the cost of living is so cheap, therefore, Zakt Rashi, a person doesn't have to, therefore, a person doesn't have to make a parnasa. So, in Cain, a person then therefore has to be Isaac in Torah. So, so I want to speak this out for a second. If we look in Parshas Bishalach, in Perak Tezai in Pasuk Dalin, so here the Psukim are discussing HaKadosh Baruch Hu giving us the man. And the Pasuk has a very modern Lashon in the Pasuk. The Pasuk says, Vayom HaShem HaMoshe, HaShem tells Moshe, 
I'm going to give you this mon, this bread from Shemayim. And a person, every person is going to have to take the prescribed amount for each day, no more and no less. So therefore, this is going to be a nisayon, it's going to be a test whether you're going to follow my ways or not. And the Rishonim on the Pasuk are bothered. What type of Nisayon is this? Right? What, what's, the, what's the situation? HaKadosh Baruch Hu is hand-delivering mon that's dropping in front of our houses. That's such a Nisayon? What's the Nisayon? Can you imagine if, if nowadays a person wouldn't have to go to work? He wouldn't have to make a parnasa, right? The food was just delivered for free in front of your house. That's a Nisayon? We'd all sign up for such a Nisayon. What's the pshat in this nisayon, the man enasan? So Rashi on the spot says a pshat, the Ramban says a different pshat. But I want to speak out the Orachai Makadosh. The Orachai Makadosh in this pasuk, in one line, says exactly this nisayon that we're bringing out in our Gemara. Says the Orachai Makadosh, Leman enasan. Ki lecha mina shamayim, lo yitzarech shom tikot. This bread, this mon that was falling from Shemaim that HaKadosh Baruch Hu gave us, didn't need any work done to it. It fell and you can eat it. We didn't need to make a parnasa to get it. You didn't need to cook it. You didn't need to do anything to it. It came fully ready to eat. And therefore, says the Rechaim HaKadosh, And therefore, we're going to be punished. We're going to be free from everything. We're going to be free from everything. The Nisayon Lefid Arachayim HaKadosh is when a person has free time, what do they do, use their time for? The Gemara in Brachas and Daflam and Hei has a machlokas, whether or not a person has to go work to make a parnasa, or not, or maybe a person should, should sit and learn, and therefore if a person sitting and learning, so the parnasa, the siyat of the Shemaya will come. What happens now? What happens a person is going out to work. So he has a real taina. He has to make a parnasa. He has to make a parnasa. So he tainas, had I not had the, the need to work, I'd be learning all day. But what? I have to make a parnasa, so therefore I have to go work. Says the Archaim HaKadosh. What happens when you no longer, when you no longer have that taina? When you no longer have the olha parnasa? You taina the whole time you were working that I really would use this time for learning, for Liman Atayra. But I had to work. The Nisayun of the Mon was no one had to take time to work. There was no Tikkun that needed for this Mon. You were Panu Ilakol. You were free from everything. Now, Liman Anasenu, how are you going to use your time? Are you going to use your time for learning, for davening, for avodas Hashem, for growth? That, says the Rechaim HaKadosh, is the Nisayon of the mud. The Gra in Kol Eliyahu says that we know that we're going to have to give Din V'Cheshbin on everything we did. Says the Gra, what's Din and Cheshbin? So says the Gon that Din is we're going to have to answer to the Misa Avera that we did. 
That's din. That's the judgment. We're going to have to answer for the Maisa Avera. Cheshbin says the gra Cheshbin is, we're going to have to answer for the time. For the time we spent doing the Avera because we could have been doing a mitzvah. We could have been Isaac in Liman Says the gra, there's din and there's Cheshbin. Din is on Etzem, the Maisa Avera. And Cheshbin is during that time that Rahman Etzlan, a person was Isaac in a Maisa Avera, they also could have been doing a Maisa Mitzvah. They could have been Isaac in Talmatira. There's something called Hatzalas Hazman. What are we doing with our time? This was Ula's time on the Bavlaim. He said, you can get food for so cheap here. So the way Rashi's Mazbir, you can get food for so cheap. How are you not being Osek in Torah? And that's the word of the Arachayim HaKadosh by the Mon, the Man and Asenu. The Nisayin of the Mon was, you no longer have to make a living. You no longer have to make a parnasa. How are you spending your time? And like the Gra tells us, there's going to be a Cheshbin. Besides through the Din on the Etzem Maitza Avera, there's going to be a Cheshbin, what we could have used that time for. HaKadosh Baruch Hu, the first mitzvah Klau Yisrael was given, Pasuk says in Parshas Bo, Parak Yud Beis, Pasuk Beis, HaChodesh Hazel Lochem Rosh Chodashem. We get the mitzvah of Rosh Chodash. The first mitzvah, after we, we were freed, after we're being freed from, from the Shibun Mitzrayim, we get the mitzvah of Rosh Chodash. The Svarno on the Pasuk tells us a tremendous so. Tremendous insight. Zap the Svarna. Mikan ve'elech yihiyu ha'chadoshim shalchem la'asos bahem kertzonchem. What does it mean ha'chadosh ha'zelochem? What does it mean this is now going to be your chadosh? What does it mean that the, what's the kavana behind that the first mitzvah were given as a nation is Rosh Chodesh? So the Svarna says, up until now, we've been in Sheba. We've been enslaved. And when a person is enslaved, so time is not your own. You don't get to decide what you do with your time. Time wasn't ours. We had to spend our time doing what power on the Mitzrim told us to do. Because that's what Avdus is. Time is not your own. Says the Svarno, the Kavana, the Pshat is the first mitzvah we're giving at we're given as a nation is now that we're no longer mashubed to the mitzrim, time is our own. We get to, to use our time for whatever we want. Real chairos. The real sign, the giloy milsa of someone who's not mashubun, is the freedom to make decisions to use your time the way you see fit. That's the kavana. That's why Hakadosh Baruch Hu gave us the mitzvah of the first mitzvah after Shibur Mitzrayim, because when a person's in eved, you don't get to use time the way you want to. Now that we're free, we get to make our own decisions as to how to use, how to use that time. And the question is, is that really, is that really cheros? 
is being free, being able to use our time doing whatever we want, wasting our time. Is that really what the Svarno means? And I think the Kavana of the Svarno is what we see in Perkei Avos. In the, set, in the sixth parak of Avos, in the second Brisa. So the Brisa says, No one is really free unless they're Isaac in Talmud Torah. And I think that's exactly the Kavana of the Svarna. What the Svarna was telling us is that when a person is Meshubbed to different things, the, right, in, the, in what the Svarno, in the context of the Svarno, whether it was the Mitzrim, or in our broader context, if a person is Meshubbed to making a Parnasa, so time is not theirs. They can't decide on their own how to spend their time. They have, to, they have the Ola Parnasa. But true Chirus is using our time for, for freedom. But what is freedom? Ein l'cha ben chayrin elamisha Isaac batayra. It's learning Tyra. It's using our free time to serve the Rabboni Sholem for, for growth in Avodah Sashem. And that's Uma in our Gemara. If you can buy food, if the cost of, of living is so cheap and you're free from the Ola Parnasa, so how come these Bavlaim are not learning enough Tyra? Tonight I got to bump, in, bump into Rav Meisha Meir Weiss. Rav Meisha Meir Weiss was a Talmud of Rav Meisha Feinstein. He was close with uh, Rav David and with Rav Ruvain. So I was, told him we were speaking about this Indian and I asked him for a Misa. He told me in Yeshiva, in Teferet Yerushalayim, by Rav Meisha. So they used to have a 45-minute break after Shachris. And it was like a breakfast slot, a 45-minute break. And he said that the Bachram in the yeshiva felt like it wasn't enough time to, uh, whatever it was, for breakfast and to make their beds and to get ready for morning Seder. So they went to Rebruven Feinstein and asked Rebruven if he can try and ask Remesha for an extra five minutes for the break. Instead of a 45-minute break in the mornings, that it can be a 50-minute break. So Rebruven took this to Remesha and asked, he said, the Bachram want to know if instead of a 45-minute break in the morning, it can be... It can be uh, a 50-minute break. And Ramesha responded, absolutely not. You're asking too much of me. Because these five minutes, I have 120 Bachram in the yeshiva. Five minutes, six days a week. Over years and years and years, the amount of Tyra I'm giving up, Ramesha said, I can't do it. The sight of Hatzalas Hazman, to, to Chaparain, to take advantage of every moment of Limanat Tyra. Right, they, they say that there's a famous picture of Ramesha during in Yeshiva, during laning, during Kriya Satira, and someone's holding a Mishnayis open for him. And they say that Ramesha didn't want to waste a second. So during laning, during Kriya Satira, so he'd have a Chumash open. He was holding his Chumash. And the second the Aliyah was finished, so the Bachar who was holding the Mishnayis open, Ramesha would just go and learn the Mishnayis. Because he was someone who understood how precious every second is. That if a person is free, Okay, moving along in the Gemara. Tanya, Rabbi Eliezer, Omer, Kola Olam, Kulom, 
Mimei Okanyas Hushaisa. That the whole world, that the rain really comes from the ocean. What does that mean? That means the water starts in the ocean, and then it evaporates and it goes to Shemayim, and then it falls then from Shemayim. Shenemar, why is that true? Shenemar, ve'id ya'alem min ha'aretz, ve'hishes kol p'nei ho'adama. So you see, it's ya'alem min ha'aretz. It comes from the ground first. Omer lo Rabbi Yeshua. Rabbi Yeshua says to Rabbi Eliezer, ve'halo mimeu konyiz meluchinein. How can you tell me that's true? Isn't the, the ocean water salty? Omer lo, so he said to him, yeah, you're right, but that really once it evaporates and in the clouds there's a sort of sweetening process that takes away the salt from the water. So that sheet us Rabbi Eliezer that the whole world, the rain comes from originally, it originates from the ocean. Rabbi Hudaimer called Olam Kulo Mimayim Hel Yonim Hushos. And now really it starts, the water, the source is from Shamayim. Shinemar Lamatra Shamayim Tishtem Mayim. So if that's true, Ella Mani Mekayim Ve'ed Yala Mina Aretz. So what's Rabbi Yeshua going to do with the Pasuk that seemingly sounds like the water comes from the ground? Melamid Shahanonim Iskabrim Ve'odim Lerakia. So Rabbi Yeshua says, no, that's not talking about the actual water. It's saying the clouds start, they form from the ocean water, and then they rise up to Shemayim. So now you have the clouds in Shemayim. Uposchen pian kenod. Ki'ilu, the top of the clouds open up. Umekablin me matar, and the water is brought from Shemayim into the clouds. Shenemar yisku matar la'ado. Umenu kavoshen kikivra. And then it shoots down the water, it rains, it waters the earth from, from Shemayim. So that's the Machlokas, Rabbi Eliezer and Rabbi Yeshua. Where does the rain come from? Rabbi Eliezer holds really the sources from the ground, from the ocean, and he has a Pasuk. And Rabbi Yeshua has a different Pasuk that says, really, no, it starts, it starts from Shemayim. Okay. Says the Gemara. Lilam Dacha. Shagado Yema Gishamim Kiyom Shinivrubo Shumayim Ba'aretz. Akal Vichomer, excuse me, Xera Shava that we saw earlier in the Mesachta. Shinemar, a Hekesh. Pasik says when it comes to Bria Shumayim Ba'aretz, Ose Gidolos Adin Hekar. That a Baruch who did something so tremendous we can't even comprehend. The key word being Hekar. Uksev and the Pasuk says also about Bria Shemaim Ba'aretz, Hanosin Matar Alpine Aretz. Excuse me. These Psukim are about bringing rain. So we see Ose Gedolasan in Chakar, Baruch Hu does something so tremendous that we can't even comprehend the Godless, talking about Yeridas Hagishamim. Uksev Hanosin Matar Alpine Aretz. What is this thing that's so tremendous? It's rain. And then later, when talking about Bria Shemayim Ba'aretz, the Pasuk says, Halo yadatim lo shamata, olam Hashem, ein And there we use the word cheker as well to say that it's so incomprehensible how HaKadosh Baruch Hu created the world. So just like it uses the word cheker when it comes to Bria Shemayim Ba'aretz, it uses the word cheker when it comes to Yeridas HaGishamim. So says the Gemara, there's a hekish that the day of rain is just as great as the day of creation. Says the Gemara Viter. Who 
within the Machlokas, Rabbi Eliezer and Rabbi Yeshua. So who she does this? The Pasuk says, Mashke Harim al Yosef. That HaKadosh Baruch Hu waters the mountains from above. So it sounds like that the water originates from Shemayim. And whose shita was this? Amr Yechanan, Ma'al Yosef Shalak HaKadosh Baruch Hu. So Kiman, that's Ki Rebbe Yeshua. Shita's Rebbe Yeshua was that the source of rain, that the source of water is in the Shemayim. V'Rebbe Eliezer. So what's Rebbe Eliezer going to do with this Pasuk, which seemingly sounds like the water comes from Shemayim? Rabbi Eliezer says, no, the water originates from the ocean and then it evaporates to Shemayim. But since it then, the, the, the final step is from Shemayim back to the ground, so we call it Mashkim al Yosef. So we consider it that, it that it fell from the sky, but it doesn't mean it originated from the sky. Because if we don't say that pshat, how do we understand the following pasuk? Avak ve'afar min ha'shemayim heichim How are you ever going to find the pshat that avak and afar come from shemayim? Elamay, it must be that it originates from down low, from the aretz, goes into shemayim, and then comes back down, and that's called coming from shemayim. Eva ela kevon demidli lahasam it's min ha'shemayim karile. So achanami kevon disalki lahasam al yosav. So again, that was Shitas Rabbi Yeshua and Rabbi Eliezer had had a pshat in understanding that pasuk lishitasai as well. Says the Gemara Vaiter, Kaman Azla Hadam Reb Chanina Kaines Kaneid Mehayam Nosin Baotzos Tahomos. So me garm laotzos she is malubar. Who causes these storehouses to become full? The Tahomos, the water in the ground. So this is a raya. Who shita is this? This is Rabbi Eliezer, that the water originates from the ocean. So now again, how is Rabbi Yeshua going to understand this? Because Rabbi Yeshua shita is the water comes from Shamayim. Here the Pasuk is mashma, that the water comes from the ground. Rabbi Yeshua, ahu bibriyaso shalolam. Now this is really talking about in the, by briyaso olam. So HaKadosh Baruch Hu brought, right? Rashi says, the whole world was filled with water. The Kaddish Baruch Hu kinsin Baruch Hu put the water, was machnis, all the water, into one area. So there it was a special time. It doesn't actually mean that the water comes, originates from the ground. That was Dafka and Briyasa Olam. But really, Rabbi Yeshua would say, but nowadays it really comes, it really comes from Shemaya.